say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. Good morning, everyone. It is a frosty winter day here in Kingman, Arizona. 26 degrees, windy. A little bit of music there to kick things off from, from Joe and Woody and the boys of the road crew. Road trip inspiring tunes at roadcrew66.com. Hey, today we're going to do something a little special. Uh, I'm going to share a few snippets here from my newest book. Here we are on Route 66, A Journey Down America's Main Street. This is uh, my 20th book and my ongoing quest to become a writer when I grow up. <coughs> Basically, what I've done with this book is uh, take some select communities along the highway and uh, create a time capsule. Kind of present these, uh, showing that Route 66 is the link between the present and the past. In some cases, even predating Route 66. Let me give you an example. Glen Rio, probably one of the most popular ghost towns on Route 66. And it is a ghost town. Well, what do we got? Population four, five, counting the dogs. Anyway, hey, here we go. This is about uh, Glen of Rio, Texas. It says in the book, we have Route 66 coursed through the center of Glen Rio on its one primary street. The post-war growth of traffic that escalated in the 1950s resulted in this street being transformed into a four-lane corridor. This segment of highway was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 2007. Glen Rio is in Deaf Smith County, named for Erastus Deaf Smith, a famous scout of the Texas Revolution. This is a border town that has at various times appeared on maps as Glen Rio, New Mexico and Glen Rio, Texas. Further confusing the situation was the initial establishment of a post office on the New Mexico side of the community, but the depot where the mail arrived was on the Texas side. Even into the Route 66 era, the town remained uniquely divided. Deaf Smith County was dry, so bars and businesses that sold liquor were located on the New Mexico side of town. But as gasoline taxes were higher in New Mexico, service station and garages opened on the Texas side. The origins of this community date to the surveying and distribution division of the surrounding area into farms in 1905. The following year, the Chicago, Rock Island, and Gulf Railway established a station and siding at Glen Rio. With construction of feedlots, the community thrived as a shipping point for an array of agricultural products and as a supply center. Then, with establishment of the Ozark Trails Highway, a precursor to U.S. 66 and the Panhandle, the town's economic base expanded. <coughs> Excuse me. 
1920, the business district in Glen Rio included a hardware store, land office, cafes, garages, general store, newspaper, and hotel. The Glen Rio Tribune was published from 1910 to 1934. The town's proximity to the state line led the state of Texas to build a welcome center here in the late 1930s. An article in the Amarillo Daily News, November 15, 1946, about this welcome center provides a snapshot of the inception of the travel boom that began in the post-war era. The State Highway Department's Information Bureau, located at the Texas-New Mexico line on U.S. 66 at Glen Rio, furnished 288 cars with maps of Texas and places of interest. Among the cars stopping for information were 65 from California, 25 from Illinois, 11 from Indiana, 24 from Michigan, 13 from Missouri. Three cars from Canada and one from the Canal Zone also stopped for information. Here's a bit of trivia for you. The facility appears briefly in the film adaptation of The Grapes of Wrath, released in 1940. Drought in the Great Depression decimated agriculture in the area. Then in 1955, the town was dealt another severe blow when the depot was closed. Suspension of rail service and the removal of the rails followed a short time later. The long-shuttered Texas Longhorn Motel and Cafe was once promoted with a sign that read, First Stop in Texas on one side and Last Stop in Texas on the other. It's now a popular photo op for Route 66 travelers. These structures date to about 1950. Before establishing this facility, Homer and Margaret Ayersman opened the state line bar on the New Mexico side of the state line in 1934. Margaret ran the post office from this location, and for a brief time, they also operated a business in N.D., west of Glen Rio. By the summer of 1973, as construction of I-40, one mile to the north, neared completion, most businesses in Glen Rio had closed. One of the last businesses was the State Line Bar that had been purchased by Albert and Desi Leitch in the late 1950s. This bar was the scene of a brutal murder on July 10, 1973. Desi opened the bar and was alone when a couple from Amarillo headed west in a motorhome became her first customers that afternoon. The second customer was John Wayne Lee a friendly young man that ordered a beer and asked the other customers if they'd play pool. And shortly after the Amarillo couple continued their westward journey, Cornelia Tapia, who lived in an apartment behind the bar, saw Desi Leach stagger out of the back door of the bar, her dress soaked in blood. She'd been stabbed four times and died before she could be transported to the hospital in Tucumcari, New Mexico. Lee fled east on 66 and was apprehended without a struggle a few hours later in Vega, Texas. The state line bar closed after the murder and never reopened. Desi's husband, Albert, moved to nearby San Juan, New Mexico, where he raised horses. Most remaining structures in Glen Rio are from the period 1930 to 1960s. These include the Texas Longhorn Cafe and Motel, the Little Juarez Diner, built in a manner to imitate the popular Valentine Diners, and the adobe-constructed service station at the west end of town. All 17 of the buildings that constitute the business district are now listed in the National Register of Historic Places. At the state line on the west end of town, 
two distinct alignments of Route 66 are present. The post-1955 alignment sweeps north toward Bard, where it is truncated by I-40. The earliest alignment continues southwest toward San Juan through the ghost town of N.D. Glen Rio is also considered a ghost town as the population is less than five. Its picturesque abandoned buildings and ruins that illustrate the devastation wrought in communities resulted to the bypass of U.S. 66 make it a favored stop for Route 66 travelers. A little bit of a sneak peek from my new book. Here we are on Route 66. I only have a few copies available. Uh, I've ordered some. I hope to have them when I'm in Needles on February 12th for the Route 66 Byways Conference. Of course, the books are available on Amazon.com. And, uh, well, if you happen to be headed this way with this or any of my other books, give me a holler. I'd be happy to deface it with a signature. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I've got some more stories to share with you a little bit later. Uh, March 4th, if you happen to be here in Kingman, Arizona, I'll be doing a reading of this book at uh, Mojave Community College, Beale Street Campus which is in the same building as the Kingman Area Chamber of Commerce. And they are opening a bookstore, and that will be the uh, opening celebration for that store. This will also be taking place during the first Friday events downtown Kingman. Okay, tomorrow morning, don't forget, uh, it's mailbag time. I will be answering uh, your questions on Route 66 travel, road trips, food, restaurants, motels, uh, you got it, send it along, see if I can answer it for you. And uh, well, and with that said, we're going to wrap this up. Does anyone that's with us this morning have any questions? Would they like to call in? We do have it set up so you could call in and talk to us direct. <coughs> well, in that case, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Did, uh, I hope you enjoyed the program this morning. And uh, we'll do this again tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, I should know if we're going to be adjusting the schedule next week. If we do, we'll be changing it to a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning format. And I'll know more about that tomorrow. Uh, and don't forget Sunday morning coffee with Jim. Got a very special program for you on that as well. Well, folks, until we meet again, it's time to bid adios. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America Well, my friends, stay warm. Stay safe out there. Hope to see you on the road.